0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: And that's the game and the Steelers come in with a mild upset and win it by a final score of 24 16 over Carolina. And Mike Tomlin's streak is still alive.
2: He still doesn't have a losing season. Indeed, Billy's got the call. We're fresh in from Charlotte there. What, what a nice place that is. That's Max, I got to tell you something. Charlotte is really a nice city, a nice area. There's just a lot of good stuff going on around there.
3: Well, the Queen City Wolf is a special place. I mean, Charlotte, North Carolina. It sits right there above Georgia and the Carolinas. And, um, you know, I think... I think I think a lot of people are starting to migrate down that way. Um, you saw a lot of construction, um, and even the heck, even the, even the airport's expanding. Yeah, that thing was already huge. So I that think that just tells you um, the emphasis of that whole entire area growing up. But I will say this: the food, the food, <laughs> the food. You know, you are
2: so correct, that, sir.
3: <laughs> Not that I've met a city that I haven't enjoyed food in. <laughs>
2: a little culinary delights here and there, yes.
3: Yeah, but uh, the the uh, the Queen City, Charlotte, never disappoints, especially in the soul food category.
2: I think Charlotte is the king of Queen Cities. I mean, because I know there's Charlotte, there's Cincinnati. I'm sorry, I think Charlotte takes the cake.
3: Yes, yes, they can have the cake, and uh, we'll eat it too. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I mean. It, because it's always weird, right, with nicknames, like right. trying to... How do you figure that so, one? Yeah, how do you figure that? Who gets it? Is there a coin flip? Is there is there like a playoff for the name? And I'm trying to think of what other names they could get. I don't know why Cincinnati picked Queen City, but...
2: Yeah, I know. Who's, who said... Cincinnati would be the Queen City. I don't know. There's something about Cincinnati. Cincinnati well, you call it Cincinnati. You know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. There you go. <laughs> nickname. Nickname solved. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, but what a game it
2: was yesterday. As the Steelers came out and they out Carolina at Carolina. At the very thing they were doing to everybody else in their what three or four wins that they had coming into this game, uh, it was amazing because they'd been rushing the ball. They were playing good run defense. And then all of a sudden they got like uh, the Atlanta Falcons again. They said, "Oh, I think Sam Darnold can throw the ball. We can do this and that." And I did. I, I just saw us go up there. and We just started kicking the snot out of the trenches. You know what I mean? They were uh, the Steelers were beating guys up down in uh, on both sides of the ball.
3: You know, it reminds me of, like, you remember Waterboy, where right. the coach is like, you know, he's like reading the other team's playbook. He's like, "Look, it's right here," because he because <laughs> he stole the coach's playbook. I felt like that's what we did. We <laughs> like we stole Carolina's playbook, and we're like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we knew it. We knew what they were doing." Um, Come and on, we we're not in New just,
2: England here, you know.
3: <laughs> well, but. You know what I'm saying? But once again, ingest. In jest not not in reality. <laughs> because we do in real life New England did something very similar. <laughs> um but it was just it was fun to see them do to do to another team what they had done to them. hmm. Yes. Think, I, I think I think I got that right. Okay. I think you did. Yeah. And so I know you gotta be I was, lacking
2: sleep a little. I know that.
3: I am lacking a smidge of sleep uh, but I am I am here how did and you, my voice my voice is not here though How did you navigate <laughs> your way back without any um
2: what um identification, identification or yes. pay, payment methods? yeah <laughs> I was sitting there going uh, I was thinking about that last night Faith when I were talking to my go wow that's got to be that's
3: a bummer <laughs> that is huge uh, I almost missed my flight Oh so, no because, well, because the traffic getting out of the stadium oh, okay. area was uh, was was way more Steeler fans than we anticipated, which I loved. <laughs> yes. Right? And so, you know, <clears throat> I made it to the airport. I want to say it was 35 minutes before my flight. Whoa. And enhanced security checks uh, take a while.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep.
3: Well, you don't have your ID or any form of uh, <laughs> proof of humanship, uh, shall I say? So I literally, Wolf. Thank goodness, in my backpack, I literally have like all the badges that I've that I've acquired this season.
2: Oh, like, okay. I see. What the, you're my media, yeah.
3: yeah, the media badges, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I showed them every single one that had my name on it. I did. You know, it's funny. I have my combine tag in there, which actually had a picture. <laughs> oh, that's
2: cool. So, that's good.
3: So, so that, that that helped me out a little bit. Um, because, but no.
2: Explain it to the people what what happened to you.
3: So I lost my wallet, <laughs> um, somewhere between Atlanta and Mercedes Benz Stadium. Mm. To when I finally got off the plane uh, here in Charlotte. Well, there in Charlotte yesterday or the day before. So, I had no wallet, no ID. Unbelievable. Nothing to prove me was me except for my Steelers badge and that combine badge. Um, (laughs) So, you can still fly if you have your boarding pass, but give yourself about 45 minutes wow. to an hour yeah because they search every single item of clothing <laughs> every <laughs> pocket you have and they t- and they look at every single thing so like in my puffy jacket wolf yes you know i i keep the spare batteries right because right. when i wear that jacket i want i need a place for the batteries right they had to look at each and every battery. <laughs> There's like nine batteries in that pocket.
2: <laughs> We're, <gonna test> <laughs> We're going to test these. We're going to.
3: I mean, at least let me know which one's a dud. You know what I'm saying? I mean, an <laughs> odd number. Oh, It'd man. Be that's great agony. to even it out. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it just it took forever. But I hoofed it and ran. And luckily, right before the guy closed it, I made it, so I was happy to be home. Oh yes, last night, and be able to be here on the headsets this morning.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, here's the thing: it was I I felt so bad for you, and then I'm I'm on my way home from uh, you know we land in Pittsburgh. I got my bag, and all of a sudden I realize I'm reaching in my bag. I can't find my wallet. I'm going, no, no. It's in my pocket, all right? It's it's not in my bag. I normally put it in my bag when I'm traveling like that. But I, it's you made me so hyper. I was, like, thinking, man, I, got, I better keep this wallet close. You know, Max can lose it. I can lose mine easy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and I'm going, where's, Look, where's my wallet? And then it's like, oh, it's in my pocket. I feel so stupid. <laughs>
3: I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm definitely, as soon as I get my new stuff in, I'm ordering the janitor's keychain. You know what I'm talking about? The retracto. Oh, yeah. The retracto with a little elasticity on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so never lose a thing again. Never
2: lose a thing again. Well, the Steelers didn't lose a thing yesterday because they were really, they 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 really surprised me because of the way they came out and just controlled the line of scrimmage from the get go. That was, I had I had a lot. I know you had. It just took it just as much fun in watching that to watch the skill level of the big the big uglies up front man going at it doing the job and i gotta tell you something i was just so impressed every single guy in that front five for the steelers offense and then the defensive line what a job the front end of the steelers defense my goodness that was just a performance that um i don't know took me back a few years i mean it was like uh that was as good a run stopping performance as we've seen this side of dick LeBo.
3: no i completely agree um the way that they blocked everything up and the fact that they did it was stealth in a lot of situations too. Yeah. Like you didn't know it was coming and then boom, they were on you. And it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I mean, because let me let me watch how I preface
2: this. Okay. Take a deep breath. Would
3: you say this was One of the best rush offense and defensive games that we have put together in the more recent Steelers history? I would
2: have to say so, yes. You know, I mean, looking at the fact you come off of giving up, uh, you know, 300-some yards of rushing over the last couple of games. You know, you look at that, and you think you shut these guys down who are averaging a buck fifty or so, or a buck sixty, in rushing yardage per week. They're coming out and they're rushing the ball, uh, you know, 46, 47 times against a number of teams. The last two, uh, two of their last four games, they've rushed for over two hundred twenty yards in a game. This is a, a team that I know a lot of people are saying, yeah, it's the uh, you know, it's the South, and they they play everybody's you know below the. You know, the uh, win, uh, the 500 win-loss and so forth down there. But the fact of the matter was, Carolina was still running the ball well, doing a pretty good, a really good job of running it. And they just were not able to gain, gain any traction, so to speak, really, against the Steelers. And, again, Sam Darnold uh, putting the ball in his hands, that's not, I, I don't know. It just They just kind of abandoned the run after a while, didn't you think?
3: Well, I think it was it wasn't working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that 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 well, that's would why be you why. Abandoned it, yes. <laughs> yeah. Larry Ogunjobi is the main reason why. Early on, Larry Ogunjobi shutting the, denying them and shutting them down when they tried to run the football. Um,
2: Unbelievable I thought, job by him.
3: Yeah, I thought he did a tremendous job. Obviously, Cam and both our line, both right. our outside backers, but Terrell Edmonds. Oh what he did in the box, man! In the box he was a killer. Yes, you know, and I and I use that in a very loose, fun play. But he was he was out for blood. He went and he wanted to hit Dante Foreman. I don't know if him or Deontay Foreman. I don't know if him and Deontay had previous run-ins. But Deontay, you might want to apologize. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he hit. He hit, He. What Terrell brought, he actually brought it with a vigor that it was awesome to see. It was infectious. Devin Bush had some huge hits in the hole as well. And you could see this team really looking at each other and giving you the nod and saying, I got you, bro. I got you. Whatever you do, we'll back your play. And I thought that was – that was pretty neat from a team chemistry standpoint mm-hmm. and a camaraderie standpoint to see that happen in front of your eyes and to see such a dominating performance.
2: You know, it started off in in my mind, okay, obviously one of the point men, it got to be Mitch Trubisky. What a tremendous game Mitch played. I mean, he was just dynamite and all, decisive, delivered the ball, did so many good things, and that... Whatever it was with Deontay, if they had a, I don't know, a little dust up or something, it's obviously they're very copacetic. And what a great job the two of them combined. Then you got to take the three headed monster that it is with Najee. And the three of those guys just did an outstanding job of just, you know, complimentary football, you know, on the, on the offensive side of the ball. When the rushing attack got stalled down, you come across with big third down catches. I mean, Deontay had five first down, you know, third down catches that turned into first downs. That's just tremendous stuff. I know he didn't score a touchdown, but 10 for 98 and five of those receptions accounted for first downs. After being 3 of 16 in the first half, man, oh man, get Zooks! I mean, that man was on fire and doing a great job, showing that he is still a high level. Uh, offensive weapon at the wide receiver position.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it was (sighs) – I was happy for Deontay. Yeah, I was too. I mean, it was – I was happy for Mitch. I I, I was happy for Mitch as well. Mitch definitely did. But, you know, it was funny. It was – outside of the one little dust-up word, flex, whatever it was you want to call it, I mean, I was like – you know what, I was like yeah, I, I mean, I would I would probably be cocky too, Wolf, if I was making these type of catches. In these moments, these are money downs. Yeah. Third down situations. And he's converting them with ease. And Mitch is finding him, you know, and being able to just toss him a nice ball and allow Deontay to work. It was really cool to see because um Deontay was playing with a a mindset of, I'm not going to be denied. I'm tired of losing. And if I have to put it on my back, I put it on my back. I will be ready. And he was.
2: You think about this, man. He had a 12-yard grab on a third and 10. He had an 8-yard grab on a third and six. And then he also had a 19-yard grab on a third and 14, as well as a 9-yard reception on a third and six. That's just four of them. I mean, that what I loved was it wasn't any of those weren't uh, you know short of the sticks. And that one time when he when he ghosted three guys in within oh. like three yards, it was unbelievable. It was like he had stealth mode on him.
3: Oh, absolutely! It's like he's like he engaged a cloaking device. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like whoop whoop whoop, <laughs> boom! I was like, man! I was like, at any point you're supposed to be tackled. Yeah. As a normal human being. But then I remembered, you're number 18, and you're not human. So, par for the course.
2: Well, it was but a it was still
3: beautiful. But it was still beautiful to watch for us. Yes. I mean, I know Deontay will have a higher opinion of himself, of course, and he will be tougher on himself than we ever will be. But that's our job as media, to balance out the players when they might get down on themselves because what they're doing week in and week out is something phenomenal, special and only very few human beings can do it.
2: Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I just was so impressed with the way they offensively and defensively kept rolling throughout the game. Um the fact that they could get that run uh, the the running game going and I'm telling you what, that Derrick Brown is a serious player on the inside there. And I got to tell you I thought Kevin Dotson went after him and after and uh and also James Daniels when uh, you know cuz he flipped back and forth on both sides. Um, I just thought that uh, what a tremendous job they they both did in uh, control and Mason Cole in trying to keep that uh, water buffalo corralled.
3: Well, they corralled. They reestablished a new line of scrimmage about three, four yards deep into the defensive uh, side of the ball, and they just were unrelenting. Mm-hmm. Unrelenting. They kept pressing, pushing turning these guys and it was honestly that third quarter was a thing of beauty
2: wasn't it that i'm telling you what man that 91 yard drop you know what why don't we save that for the next segment we'll talk about that one coming back
3: yeah yeah let, let, let's do let's do that back here on the other side you are in the locker room with wolf and starks here on snr and espn radio
0: The Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee gets the call. No, Mitch keeps, gets to the goal line. Touchdown, Pittsburgh.
1: The kid from nearby Mentor, Ohio, is in the end zone. And the Steelers have tied the Browns with point pending. Oh, that's my fault.
2: And what was that? <laughs> I saw
0: Trubisky one-yard touchdown run on the fly there, but that was a different one-yard touchdown run.
2: Well, uh, you know what? It doesn't matter because Trubisky had at at that point in the third quarter. I was we were just trying. To, you sure that wasn't that was the one-yard touchdown run, right? No,
0: it was a different one. Here's the right oh, one.
1: Okay, well, let's see what Mitch does. He does. He goes up over the top. Touchdown, Mitch Trubisky. And for Mitch, his second of the year rushing, and the Steelers open up a double-digit lead.
2: There you go, because it was back-to-back quarterback sneaks. And Mitch Trubisky did a great job of going over the top and extending that ball, making sure not to fumble it. But that was at the end. i got to tell you something, Max. Only because we I've been on a similar drive back in the day, but 91 yards. You're talking 21 plays, almost 12 minutes of time. Great googly moogly. That was one heck of a drive to start off the third quarter, was it not?
3: I mean, it, it was – It was to start off, to start off, to cut off, to <laughs> end off, uh, yeah, anything really. the Panthers wanted to do. I mean, yeah, it, it, they literally had it the entire quarter. It was all but like save but three minutes. They controlled the ball. It was – I'd never seen anything like it, Wolf in Live, person. Unbelievable. Uh, And only the second time since 2001 that something remotely close to that happened. Well, you had to go back to the 80s
2: where when when we were in – I've told this story before many times, but back in the Houston Astrodome when we went on a nearly 13-minute drive that uh, was 23 plays in the Astrodome, which was – Filled with rednecks smoking filterless c- cigarettes and filling the dome with uh, you know a smoke over the field a cloud I should say over the field that was the only that's the only one I can remember
3: that long but that was when I was there that was a horrible time well well hey 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 yeah, you, you look on it with a little bit more fondness it built some character gave you a little <laughs> panache so that you could tell that story today that's true and not cry that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All the tears are done. I just remember the one
2: thing about it was on the 22nd play, the one for who we scored. We're down it was down on like the one and the guy who's over me, a defensive lineman. We both staggered to our feet at the end of play number 22. And the guy says, "Either you guys got a score or you got to fumble. We got to get off the field." <laughs> I, hey, I don't l- ever remember listen. having a conversation
3: like that with with a guy what? from the other side. Hey, hey d- desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> you know, yep. hey, the, the 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 enemy of my enemy is my friend, and <laughs> y'all's enemy. Was both the time of clock that y'all were on the field. <laughs> oh, isn't
2: that the truth, man?
3: That was brutal
2: because, you know, you're indoors, you got the cloud of smoke hanging over the field with all those rednecks. And then, you know, you're sucking all that so, stuff in. And then you go can't on. can Oh, yeah, you can't. Oh, it was just terrible. But what the Steelers did yesterday in that really, really took it. It was, it was, it ripped the, the heart out of the Panthers defense.
3: Yeah, it did. It, it took a lot of the momentum that they've been trying to build. They play like seventeen different Panther yes. graphics on the screen, trying to get people engaged. I was just like, "No, this is a Steeler crowd. They're never going to be on your side." And have it, and apparently you guys didn't look around and see all the black and yellow descend upon Bank of America Stadium. <laughs> should have, should we call them Bank of Pittsburgh Stadium? I mean, literally. We, uh, we, we, we we ran and took over that stadium uh, yesterday, and it felt good. It felt like a home game to where the crowd just absolutely invigorated our group. And like you said, you get those type of drives. I just hate that the following defensive drive that had back-to-back sacks. Yeah. Uh, they were going to punt. It was fourth and twenty-seven. And careless careless thing happened and they got a new set of downs, but that really changed the complexion of it outside of that. Because it was one of those where you could tell Carolina wanted to quit.
2: Yeah. They were they were looking they could, for a place to lie down.
3: Yes, they they, they were looking they were seeking comfort. <laughs> and it wasn't lasagna. Yes because Lasagna probably would have brought the big boys there and then they would have had PTSD thinking about the offensive line. Moving in unison again to destroy oh, something.
2: You know what you missed that you know in the hotel the night before, the the dinner. Oh, what I missed? Oh, you missed these huge chocolate chunk, chocolate chip cookies. Oh my goodness, they were outrageously oh. good. And they, I, I should have, I, you know what, I, I take it upon myself, I should have saved you a couple, but the, you know, I ate them before I could, you know.
3: I figured, I figured, what
2: are you yeah, gonna do? Yeah, yeah. You know, in the weakness, in a moment, you know, as your, I'm trying to think of my buddy and everything. It was like, oh well. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, Wolf. Wolf. Full disclosure. Yeah. Halftime of the game yesterday. Yeah. I came all the way up to the press box to get ice cream because y'all talked about it on the broadcast. Oh, you're kidding me! You snuck up there. Got <laughs> ice cream. It got right back down. It was beautiful. Oh. You know, I could tell. I could tell that you know the Lord was on my side because the second I walked to the elevator Mm -hmm. the coaches were coming off the elevator
2: oh so timing was right because normally they shut it down waiting for the coaches and so
3: i I was able to get on the elevator right after dropping off the coaches so no issues and then i got i got back on to go down right before um coaches came back up
0: (laughs) i've obtained exclusive audio of max in that moment oh really
3: and you know what Offensive line. Who's laughing now, o <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's it. Oh, that's a Yes, point. Wes. Touche. Yes. Touche. Exactly. I was laughing all the way back down <laughs> to the field.
2: Think about this on that third quarter drive, though, how important that is. You think about the recent malfunctions and dysfunctions that have occurred in the third quarter for the Steelers throughout this season and how you know, it, it went from not being able to get a fast start at the beginning of the game to not being able to come out of the locker room and get a fast start. Well, you come out, you run a 21-play drive. I think 15 of them, around 15, were runs. you got to be kidding me. That is physically getting after the other side and, and making them submit to what you want to do because you're just absolutely pounding them play after play after play, and if you go through it, and I'm only through the first half and just film review this morning I was going through it, but what a job that offensive line did in coming off the ball, and Danny Moore and and uh, uh, James Daniels, Kevin Dotson, Mason Cole, and for boy, they were, they. I'm telling you, they were, what do you, what do you young people call it, lit now? They were really, <laughs> I don't know how you do they, that. Is that, is that like were. a word that, that fits, lit? uh i i yeah 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 no
3: yeah yeah no no no. i think how about this they were really good i'll do that how's that (laughs) exactly (laughs) or you could say they were fire
2: they were oh they were fire okay yeah not even fired up you know you just fire that's all
3: just just fire because fire just flames (laughs) smoldering (laughs) all-encompassing I'm using all SAT, SAT words right now no but I mean but yeah no I mean they 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 were lit they were on fire they did exactly what they wanted to and I thought that was that was the cool aspect because they they actually looked like a team that was like bring it bring it we marked a line of sand now you step over it
2: absolutely.
3: And-, and when you do, prepare to meet heavy resistance.
2: <laughs> yeah, yep. And- yeah, it was,
3: it was. It was. It was pretty glorious. It was pretty glorious. How about
2: Jalen Warren? What'd you think about Jalen's performance?
3: I thought. J- I thought Jalen did what. Now here's the thing, Jalen, in the past protection, Wolf. Yeah. Absolutely stellar. was not he great? It, I mean, he spanks some in, guys,
2: man, on the rush.
3: I mean, he put he put every bit of that. Was it one sixty five? Is that all he is? I, he's
2: got to be more than that. No, one eighty five. Yeah, something like no, that.
3: No, no, yeah, no. You know what? No, he might be two ten. He might be two ten. Okay, but it's not. Is that is that much bigger? Than that. I'm I'm trying to remember his numbers.
2: Um, I'll look it up here I, while you're talking.
3: Anywho, but I mean, he went and met linebackers on blitzes in the a gaps. I mean, he, he put everything into – he. I mean, he was with his face in their chest and they were getting stopped right at, at, at the point of impact where, where he'd met them. And I thought Jalen Warren just did such a great job, also in the relief role for Najee with the run game, just running hard, running and falling forward. It was It was something awesome when you see – Multiple people on the team playing at such a high caliber, and they just like it once again, I hate to say this, but they would not be denied. Mm. They would not give the other team the satisfaction of of of, of beating of, of beating us. We we were like, nope, not today, but not today, not gonna happen. We're coming in here. We brought a lunchbox. We brought, we brought a hard hat. I see there's construction going around here. Don't worry, we'll be done soon. <laughs> We're just gonna reconstruct <laughs> your confidence for the next sixty minutes, and they did that.
2: Well, Jalen Warren had eleven carries for thirty-eight yards while weighing two hundred and fifteen pounds. Just so you know.
3: <laughs> uh, tra- uh, wolf, wolf, wolf. Yes, that was reporting into training camp. We all we all know that number is never truly accurate. In Especially
2: if you're Casey Hampton. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, JC Hampton, Flo Zell Adams.
2: Was Big Flo one of those guys whose his his weight was kind of uh a highly what? guarded secret?
3: What? Oh my no, he he's an ogre walking around in an <laughs> ogre suit.
2: <laughs> Flo was pretty he was it was a pretty tough guy, wasn't he?
3: Oh gosh, yeah. I mean Flo was Flo was, was your lineman's lineman. Like, he yeah. was one of the guys that you, you didn't know quite if you should fear him or not, even as a teammate. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, I remember
2: when he got in that one dust-up during practice. He reached over, and, and guys were trying to separate him and somebody else, and he pulled the guy's helmet off. I can't remember who it was. And for a brief moment, I was afraid the guy's head was still inside the helmet. <laughs>
3: He just said, well, band. it would have been, yeah, I know. it would have been scary. It had been, yeah. it had been in there. Yeah. but I'm glad it wasn't either. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I mean, I mean, but there was one interception with Flo Zell. I'll never forget this. I forgot against who, and we were zigging and they, well, they were zigging and zagging. And so I was sitting on the far end. I got, I got plastered by Bart Scott, just absolute posterized. Oh, yeah. And I remember, I, so I remember Flo looking over. Mm -hmm. And then the interception play is still going on because we have not gotten the bill yet. So I just remember kind of watching, and Flo literally took one hand. You hear me? Yep. One hand and snatched the dude by, like, the front of his jersey (laughs) and slammed him down on the interception. (laughs) And it was the guy with the ball. Wow. He was... (laughs) Powerful. I mean, that's why we called him Shrek. I mean, he just, he was just such a big, imposing dude, but he had this endearing quality for Mm -hmm. us as friends. But, you know, also, I was like, this, this dude is, there's a reason why they call him the hotel. Like, (laughs) this dude's open 24-7, and he kicks butt 24-7. So I was, I was happy, you know, to say that, that, you know, I got a chance to play with Big Flow because Big Flow was one of a
2: kind. He definitely was, no doubt about it. All right, we got to go to break. And when let's we come back, to, Let's yeah, go to break, yeah. No,
3: you do it because my voice is dead. Okay.
2: All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to talk some more. Breaking this game down and the number is 412-919-1316. We want you, we're going to start going over game balls, talking about some of the high points and a couple of low points, not many. But all that and more right here in the Locker Room SNR.
0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Here's the snap. Darnold back. Big rush. He's hit! And TJ has him! And down he goes! Inside the 20. They'll call him down at the 17. Taylor Moten, the right tackle, got beaten badly on the play by TJ Watt.
2: Indeed. T.J. Watt. It was good to hear Billy call that play because, you know, T.J. Watt, is not, he's not been quite the same since he came back. Obviously, you got a seven-game stretch there that he was out with the torn pack and the knee and everything else. And it took a little while to ramp him up, but boy, he looked like he was him, his old self yesterday, did he not, Max?
3: He absolutely did, and you know what, Wolf? I mean, that you read my mind I, that's what that's all I'm going to say is that it, if that didn't come back I was going to make that recommendation for the top of the next hour <laughs> but you know a milestone was hit
2: yes with oh, that yes. play
3: that you called so yeah so you got to fill got to fill the people in or do you want me to do it you go right
2: ahead young man
3: all right with that tj watt became the third fastest player to reach 75 sacks in his career he had 74 and a half going in um, and if he, if he doesn't miss those, I think it was eight games. Wolf, I think it was seven or it was seven or eight, seven or eight I yeah.
2: it was, I, whatever,
3: yeah, eight games, he, he would have blown away his brother.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah.
3: which, which even though he still did it faster than his brother, his brother did it in what? 88 games,
2: 84 I games. Believe. I think it was.
3: No. Did his brother do it at eighty four? I thought his brother was a little
2: no. Reggie he, White you know, was ridiculous. He was sixty. Oh, it was
3: yeah, sixty five. That was absolutely that, that. That's that's like insane. Yes, but I don't know why I thought I thought JJ was like eighty eight games, but he was number ah, two, you
2: know, and whatever. Yeah, uh, getting to 70. no,
3: no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He was eighty two games. Okay. And TJ was 84 games, right? Okay,
2: that sounds like yeah, it. That, yeah. It was they that's were what close. it was.
3: Once again, not, I'm not highly caffeinated right now in this part of the morning, and uh, right. my voice, uh, but I am getting my voice back. You're I'm getting, getting it back, you're getting better. Yep. I, I went and used the uh, the throat spray thing. You're supposed to right, use a little use and, Yeah, gargleation, and then uh, and then I and then I found some uh, some some warm some warm water to uh to drink so beautiful I'm, I'm i'm getting it i'm getting it back i mean heck i, I need it by this weekend yes we got a short week short week turnaround
2: well not only that how many games are you doing
3: like when's that start uh, that
2: that number of so, days in a row
3: post christmas post okay. so it will be from the 27th until january 2nd i will call five games wow man oh man you are the Five man. Games. Oh, it's, man, you know, it's good to be you. I am something. <laughs> I, 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 I'll be a zombie by the end of it, but I'll start out a man at least. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're going to come home, come home on your shield, as they used to say in Sparta.
3: Ab, abs, I'm coming back with my shield, Wolf. I'm not coming back on it. Oh, that's <sighs> right. I got I, mixed up, I, sorry. I'm, I'm go- no, I'm going to slay. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. I'm going to slay, and I'm coming back. You know, you know I'm coming back? I'm coming back. What was that? What was that lion hide like? The the most like you know it was like, in in like Greek history is like the lion that lion's hide that almost is like make, make makes you bulletproof if you wear the pelt. God, I can't. Was remember that Hercules? What it is. Yeah, it was Hercules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he had the lion pelt on him. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking all the Greek the Greek uh you know the Greek Odysseys um when when I'm coming back I'm like that's gonna be an amazing trek. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm gonna see some good games. I got some good games. I got the Absolutely. Orange Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, Guaranteed Rate, and also the Fiesta Bowl. So mm-hmm. on top of our Ravens game wedged in there as well.
2: I'm disappointed that you don't have the Pool on Weed Whacker Bowl. I mean, come on, that would have been they put
3: they uh, hey they pulled out as a sponsor. <sighs> I mean so, yeah. what so,
2: better bowl could you want to be in than the Poulon weed weed eater bowl or whatever
3: it's called. I, and it was in like Boise, Idaho too. I mean I've never <laughs> I've never been to have you been to Idaho? Will? I have
2: not been to Idaho. No.
3: Neither have I. I was like I was looking for a reason to go see the place that actually perfected the you know, the, the French fry. <laughs> Is that what they did? Yeah, yeah, Idaho potatoes. Oh, well,
2: I didn't even I was, think about I Yeah, get, I always think about slowed. the
3: best The best potatoes come from Idaho, right? That's what you're taught as a kid growing up. Yep. Oh, got to get those Idaho potatoes. So I was like, I was looking forward to going to Idaho and having some potatoes.
2: Absolutely. My goodness, that's that's sensational. You know what?
3: You know what maybe one of these days, it might be a Wolf and Starks locker room road trip.
2: Ooh, Just saying. Wouldn't that hey, wouldn't, wouldn't that, that be, be great?
3: We could take we could take like maybe like a week or two you know in the off season. <laughs> Let's just go. We'll, I know and road trip and just eat our way through America. That would be that would be and then report back our facts when it comes to, uh, camp time. How fat? How fat do you weigh? Oh,
2: big! I weigh, we, f- we, I, weigh f- we, I
3: fatly. Hey, <laughs> we, we'll go line up with the rest of the team and go for the for the weigh ins. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And just see what Marcel says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no way, because you know what? Then it's
2: it's under the conditioning test. I ain't doing it. I'm done with those.
3: No, 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 because we we, we would test out of it because we'd be we be overweight. So it'd be like <laughs> Oh, that's right. We gotta right, go yeah, on the Casey Hampton yeah, on, thing. That's right. We're on the pup list. We'll get pup listed after that. And then we'll just go back up to the dorm <laughs> and meet guys in the in the lunchroom and and eat more. Oh, I like you thinking there. I like it. By the way, one I mean, thing I got to
2: mention too: Reggie White. He had seventy-five yes. sacks in sixty-five games, which is just ridiculous. But you know what? In six times playing against Chaluch, against our brother Tunchokin. tell him ne- about it. Ne- Tunch never gave up a sack to him, not Woo-hoo! one. How about that?
3: Yeah. That yeah. is right. He 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 was he was a Reggie White neutralizer.
2: That's that's true. I'm telling you what, yeah. he was—he was absolutely. Those two, it was just—that was a classic battle to watch. Matter of fact, if I was—if uh, I could suggest anything to Danny Moore, just because his hands are his. And by the way, Danny played so fine yesterday. He did a great job. Used his hands well. Brian Burns is a serious pass rusher, and some of the other guys. Yeah. He was he was—he was spot on. But you know what? For both those tackles, Chooks and that, I would go and i i would ask Mac to download some of. Tunch and some of Larry Brown. And you want to see the best punching that I've ever seen in my life. It was Tunch and and Boss Brown. Those guys could time the punch like crazy.
3: Listen, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do one better. When I get home, because I'm calling the Orange Bowl on January 2nd, I'm going to go to my mom's house, because I still have some of my stuff in her garage, Um, some boxes. Okay. And guaranteed in there, there are some VHSs.
2: Ooh, VHS. How about that?
3: (sighs) And the one VHS I was given my freshman year of college, day two. The
2: tunch punch. Jimmy
3: Ray Stevens. Tunches, punches. Yes, I remember that. Tunches, punches. I had the VHS. I watched it religiously. And listen, I mean, God is amazing in what he he does and what he reveals to you. Amen. Because who would have thought that an 18-year-old freshman from Orlando, Florida, uh, watching these videos is, you know, second day on the University of Florida campus. Would then come to know and befriend the man who he was watching on those videos and trying to mimic his his punching style. Just, I mean, it's just one of those things where you're, it's kind of like when you when you when you take a second, and you look in the rearview mirror, mm-hmm. like, and you just admire where you where you've come from right the mountains the valleys the beautiful scenery that you just went through you want to catch the last little glimpse of it as you're continuing forward with your life that is something that you know is a special moment and I'm glad I got to share that with Tunch um when I was a player and let him know how much I appreciated him but it's just it's fantastic I I still get goosebumps like I have goosebumps right now Mm -hmm. on my right arm Yep. Just thinking about the fact that that happened, I would have never, never yeah. in a million years thought I would have, you know, met Tatsuyuki and let alone befriend him. Um, you know, become a brother was, to him because yeah, he loved uh, he, you too. Yeah, I you know? mean, it was just one of those things. I, 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 couldn't believe it. I was like, I was like, I, and 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 it had the clips of him and Reggie White doing battle yes. like multiple times. Yep. Like you said, the six times. Like you saw, it, it was like. Different jerseys, different locations, and you're just like, this dude was was beating up Reggie White like he was he was putting hands on him, like serious like one two combinations. I was like, that is ridiculous. I was like, that was so wild to see because you knew the regard that everybody had for Reggie White, yes. The fear that people had in Reggie White, and then here's Tunch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like <laughs> Tunch was 350 pounds and nope. he was six foot nine you know, just bum bam, bam, like, you know, came in with like boxing gloves, like Clubber Lang, you know. <laughs> yep. It was, it was Tunch. I mean, Tunch was what, about what, 2, what, 265. He no, two, he was 265. 265? Oh, yep. my gosh. He is, he, he's as small as Aaron Donald. Think about that,
2: you know, and I will tell you this. He went, he, he got up to 275 in the offseason one time. He calls me and he goes, You know, because it was early before we started training. You know how it is right after the season's over. So he's just, like, bloating up out at his mom's place and his dad's place out there just eating everything and that's not nailed down. And he goes, I feel like a barrel with broomsticks sticking out (laughs) of it. Because his arms oh, were never as big as he
3: wanted to be. But <laughs> he said, I feel like
2: a barrel of broomsticks sticking out.
3: So all the weight went to, <laughs> went to his trunk. Right? It went to his trunk now, and his face.
2: Have you ever seen exactly. his, his oh, face? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. the helmet, it looked yes. like it was like uh, bread yeast rising up out of a bread pan.
3: <laughs> that's right, because the pictures they had of the line. Because they had, you know, your, your picture upstairs in yep. the... Uh, in the um in in the in the training facility, they right. showed the line. It had pictures of Touch and you, and you know, <laughs> yours was definitely one of those. It was just the gritty. Way. It was like, Arr! you know, like, <laughs> like like you were definitely like you were like half pirate at that moment, but you Arr! were missing the eye patch. Yeah, you know, exactly. that kind of was the the still shot they got of you. And of course, you had the nice like almost like crew style cut hair, <laughs> yep. like flat top style. <laughs> and then yeah, for 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 Tunch, it was. He had this big, swollen face, like, like you know, because, you know, and I saw Touch as a former player, so he's slim, lean, you know, very healthy, yeah. and then you see this one picture, it's like, it's like, yeah, he just got off of, like, a coal mining shift, and, and he ate, like, like, two hoagies, like, back-to-back back in, like, 15 minutes, I mean, that's what his face kind of looked like. Like I like his jaws were swollen from chewing so much. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. Like he was in a car wreck
3: face first. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, too funny. Oh geez. All right, we we got to we got to break. Uh, yeah. see, this this is great when we have story time, but that that <laughs> that, that, that was fun. But uh we're going to step aside. Next hour is what? Wolf? the power hour. That's right, the power hour. When we come back here, we're going to talk more about the defense. Of course, we have to highlight the day that Alex Highsmith had of course, we touched on it with Larry Ogunjobi and just continuing to talk about the dominance that the defense had in the contest against the Carolina Panthers um, when we come back here on in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio.
2: It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view,
0: an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter.